the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Rolled out to my Chevrolet. I climbed down up inside. I pulled the choke and I turned the key with the old girl wouldn't start. She let out a whine so pitiful it nearly broke my heart. Although I was a bit concerned, I felt no need for panic. I picked up my telephone. I called up my mechanic. Now, he came over right away, just like I knew he would. Well, good morning, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here at your service today. And, uh, Gil, I don't think, and hold on just a minute, there I am. There I am, Gil. I am behaving myself nicely and know exactly where the buttons are at. It's six minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and for the next two hours, we're going to talk about car repair. If you'd like to join us, um, you certainly can. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And as you can tell, I'm getting all my paperwork on my desk covered up here. And so um, you're more than welcome, again, to join us. Last year, or last month, or last week, I should say, we had a, a pretty good show. We had lots of callers, and we had lots of, of different things. Hey, Gil, tap your uh, mic for me so that I can make sure that... Uh, perfect, 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 perfect. See, I'm, I'm learning this new board still. <laughs> I just... <laughs> and I, uh, I make mistakes, and I, I really should know better. Nevertheless, from last week, um, I did capture... And let me mute my inside speakers because you're probably getting a uh, echo there. Okay, I got you. How about now? Am I good now? Okay, well, that's because I had to mute the stereo speakers and I didn't know they were on because my headphones are on, So, but it's all my fault. Anyway, I got some really interesting email and uh, I thought I'd share them with you. A guy called, uh, sends me an email and he says, hey, I went to a, a shop and they wanted to do some fuel injector and fuel system cleaning for $189.95. What do you think about that? And my answer to him was, is I don't own that equipment. I have no intention of buying that equipment. That that service doesn't appear in your owner's manual. But it is a valid service if you're going to use it as a diagnostic process. If you're going to use it as a diagnostic process, and if you're going to use it as something that you're supposed to um, you're supposed to use to determine. For instance, I'll give you a good example. You have a uh, inter- intermittent miss, and it's not the spark plugs because they're new. It's not the wires, and we don't really know if it's a fuel injector or not. Then you got 150,000 miles on your car, so it might be appropriate to flush the fuel injectors because after the end of the flush, one of three things are going to happen. 
better, worse, or the same. So that would be an important thing to have, but not at $189. Now, I think you can Google fuel injection service, fuel injector flush, and you can find that anywhere from $39 up to, I, that's the highest I've ever seen it is $189.95. But it's up to you folks. It's up to you to decide. But I want to arm you with this. When you're approached by any shop and they say, you know, you need a fuel injection flush, you haven't had one according to our records, you have too many miles, or based on our mileage um, intervals, you're due for one. I think the appropriate response is, is what symptom do I have today that you're going to fix with this $190 flush? That is a very good question. And I want to tell you something. I'm, I'm willing to bet you. I'm willing to bet you at a lunch at McDonald's that you're going to hear 90% of the people on the other end of the line just start stuttering and spewing a conversation, their part of the conversation that makes no sense whatsoever because that's a very tough question to answer. Now, the appropriate answer would be related to your symptoms. Mrs. Jones, um, I'm wondering if it runs good in the morning when it's cold and it, do you have a, an uneven idle and a kind of a da -da 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 acceleration? And then it seems after it warms up, it's fine. Um, and if you do, I want to see if I can eliminate that or change it, either better or worse, because that's going to be a good thing. If it's better, then we might do it again. Or you may say, it's so much better, I'm happy where it's at. If it's worse, we're still, we still know what we know, and that is, is we only flush the fuel injectors, and it's worse today. So we made it worse, but we, we, the diagnostic process told us exactly. So now we're going to pull the spark plugs and look at the color of the spark plugs, and that'll tell us which cylinder is probably messing up. Or we're going to keep your car overnight and hook our scanner to it and find out which cylinder is not contributing the next morning. So that's just information for you. It's up to you to decide because it's your money to spend. I had a gentleman call me, and he says, you know, I'm new to the area, and I'm scared to death of your summers. And, of course, it's, what, was it 120 yesterday? He says, I want to know what kind of battery um, I should buy for my car. And I write him back and I say to him, a better question is, is what battery do you have in your truck, Mark? <laughs> what battery do you sell? <laughs> what battery do you have in your kids' cars and, and your, 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 your shop trucks and your parts delivery vehicles and your, your shuttle van? What, what kind of? And the answer is AC Delco. We sell AC Delco. Um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's a name brand, so the warranty is going to be readily ex taken care of by just about anybody or any small town you can you're going to fail in. Number two, it's a very clean battery. And unfortunately, if you get a low-maintenance battery or if you get what we call a gasser, a battery that's going to gas a lot, then you end up having to buy cables and the hold-down brackets and the tray the battery sits on on a regular basis because the battery gas is so bad and the acid eats everything within five inches of the battery. And Delcos just don't do that. Now it is true that years and years ago Delco had a real problem with the cables or the uh, terminals coming loose from the side post batteries and then that would allow acid to leak out of the positive or the negative post and down on your tray and eat up your tray. 
uh, Delco stood up and said, we'll take care of a lot of those, providing you can provide documentation where you bought the battery and when it was actually installed. So if you bought the battery three days ago and the tray's been eaten up, you know, rather severely, then there's not a relationship to three days ago to this tray being eaten up that's going to take months and months and months. But on the other hand, if the battery's been in there two years and the tray's all eaten up and there's a stain off of the, one of the terminals on the side post battery and there's acid coming out of it, then psh, one and one equals two. That's not a problem. That's not a hard problem to come to a conclusion on. So we sell Devco. You're welcome to buy whatever battery you want. But I'll also tell you something about a battery that kinds of concerns me. There is um, more than one road service companies out there that are stocking and selling batteries to you, and it's become a huge profit center. So I'm in Payson, and my wife and I come out of uh, the Basha store, and we got some groceries. She's got, you know, I don't know, five cases of beer, and I've got a gallon of milk. And the lady next to where we parked is is kind of in stress you could tell and i said to her is there anything i can help you with did you lock your keys in your car and she says no my my car won't start and i said um I, i'm happy to help you if if you'd like and she says well I, i've called for help and i said okay and she says but you know what can you do and i said well i'd like to just see if it's a bad connection and what i'd like to do is if you would pop your hood I'm going to ask you to turn on your headlights, and probably the headlights won't shine. And then I'm going to kind of wiggle the cable to see if the, if I can get the headlights to shine, because I promise you, if I can get the headlights to shine, this car will start. And then you can deal with it later. You can have somebody clean the cables. And she says, okay. So she gets in her car, and uh, and I start wiggling the negative post. But both the posts are clean. And then I wiggle the positive post, and the headlights go in and out. So it's not a dirty cable. The positive post has become disconnected from the internal portions of the batteries. So I said, okay, well, we'll wait. I don't have jumper cables, ma'am, but we'll wait till the tow truck gets here. So the tow truck guy gets there, and he, he has his portable jump box. And, folks, the portable jump box has an on and off switch. So you're supposed to turn it off when you hook the battery up so that there's no spark, hence an explosion, because a spark over the top of a battery 50% of the times costs the battery to explode. And, and it's, a, it's the sound that will make your eardrums hurt. Plus, it covers you in battery acid, and you better hope somebody's got a hose close by. So I, I see him hook up the, the, uh, the, the thing, but uh, I don't see him turn it on. But again... Maybe he already had it on. So I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. So she hits the key and nothing happens. Then he reaches up and he turns the switch. But I can't tell if he's turning it on or off. And he says, try it again. And she says, she knows and he knows and I know it's nothing. And I'm just sitting there kind of wondering what, what's going on. So anyway, it's none of my business. I get in my car. I bid her farewell. He's selling her a battery. She probably needed a battery, but I'm just wondering, did he jump start that properly? Could she have gone home and let her husband decide what to do? I don't know if he took away her options or not. I was just kind of concerned. And I wasn't born yesterday. I've been a mechanic for 37 years, and I'm a master mechanic, an ASE master technician. And, um, and I'm also a former policeman, so my eyes are focused on things that 
most people might not look at. So if you look at the big picture, I was bothered. And, um, and so I don't know if what I saw was wrong or right, but I want you to learn from that, that you need to watch what they're doing underneath your hood. And really and truly, folks, the headlights are the key. When you turn the headlights on and there's no headlights or there's yellow headlights, when they hook up whatever they're going to hook up, you better see white and bright. And as they wiggle the cables, you see white and bright. And when you see white and bright, that car will start. Now, it may not start without a jump start, but it's going to start now. Unless, of course, the starter's bad, and that makes something else completely different. So, nevertheless, uh, 602-508-0960, and if we don't have any callers, we're going to start talking about tires and when they expire. And, of course, all the excuses I hear why I don't want to replace the tires that, um, you know, are 20 years old. 602-508-0960, we'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. There's no question you want the best education for your child. It's an integral part of a bright future. A private Christian school provides more one-on-one attention, the structured learning and Christ-based values you want for your child. But if you didn't think you could afford it, 960 The Patriot presents Half Off Tuition. Now is your opportunity to enroll your child at a local private Christian school for half off. We've partnered with some of the top Christian schools in the Valley to offer a limited number of half-off tuition vouchers. Imagine smaller class sizes, better grades, an inspiring Christian environment where the achievements are positively outstanding. For details and a complete list of schools involved, go to 960thepatriot.com. A values-based Christian education has never been more affordable. Click now and get your half-off tuition voucher before it's gone. Only one or two vouchers per school available. And if you don't see the school you're interested in, let us know and we can try to work with that school. That's 960thepatriot.com. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by feedthepig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up? Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. 
Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next couple of hours, we're talking about car repair. You're welcome to join us anytime you want, 602-508-0960. As you know, I have a list of the best car repair shops in the Valley, and I have them under transmission and mechanical, paint and body, and diesel. But I want to tell you about IMM Auto Service, which has been around since 1972. They've been on my list for years and years and years. And IMM Auto Service is a very important shop in my group because he's the only one that raises his hand and says, I'm really good on Volvos, Saabs, Fiats, and Alfa Romeos. Now, David at IMM Auto Service, he can do your Toyota, your Honda, your Chevy, your Ford, your Chrysler. He can do anything that's in your garage, but the rest of us can't in that respect that you have a Ford on one side of your garage and on the other side you have a Volvo, Saab, Fiat, or Alfa Romeo. We can do an oil change, but when it comes to tracking down a problem, those cars are just weird. So if you live anywhere in the East Valley, they're just south of the 202, just west of the 101, kind of in the northeast corner of Tempe, IMM Auto Service. If you have one of those cars, you really need to get to know them so that uh, if you need them, that you already have a relationship. And the way to open that relationship is stop by for an oil change, shake their hand, and now you've become a customer. Brian, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Well, hey, Mark, this is Brian. I've got a an O2 Goldwing Honda, and okay. it's about 96,000 miles, and it sat for a long time, and it got that smell of like a dead car, like bad gas. And I've cleaned it up. I've been through like five tanks of gas, new air filter. I've sprayed some throttle body cleaner down it, and every now and then when it sets for a while, that smell comes back. Where can I start looking to get rid of that? Well, is there any other symptoms other than the smell? No. It runs like a top. Okay. Okay. Um, is it fuel injected or carbureted? Fuel injected. Okay. I'm not quite sure where the, the smell is coming from. I would think that maybe you could uh, run it down to reserve and, and you know, as, as close as you can and uh, get into reserve and then fill it up with fuel. You might also add a gasoline additive. Uh, like something that's a cleaner, a detergent, um, something that will um, uh, revitalize old gasoline. You might uh, even add some stay-bill to the tank. And in relationship to how many gallons that Goldwing holds, stay-bill is something that we install in all of our hot rods that are going to sit for a long time, and it keeps the gas from varnishing up and stinking. Um, it, it stable keeps the gasoline stable. The only other thing I can think of is, is if it's fuel injected and it's an O2, it probably, does it have catalytic converters in the exhaust system or do you have an aftermarket exhaust system? It's stock and I just, I wouldn't know. I don't know how to tell. Okay. Because I, I don't know the answer to that either, but I can tell you that the catalytic converter will cause um, smells that you wouldn't otherwise have because now it's going to burn the leftover fuel again. So if uh -huh. you've got some rancid fuel in that, then it might very well be that the motor's making making it stink, but then the stink goes through the exhaust, and the fact that the cat's red hot, and it's also burning that fuel up, then you're getting that smell. That's the only it thing I can think of. It happens when it's set for a few days, and it's more common when the tank is almost empty. Okay. Well, there you're going to have to vent the tank, otherwise you're sucking on a straw that's been pinched. So I I would keep it full of fuel to see if that has a relationship I would also put a little bit of, uh, 
a small amount of petroleum jelly on the rubber gas cap seal to make sure I've got a good seal there. Um, but if you have no drivability problems and all you've got is the smell, I mean, have you gone on a 100-mile trip? Have you gone up to Payson and back lately? No, I've, uh, I mean, it's not really. It's my dad's bike, and I just want to keep it going. And uh, I've got, like I said, five tanks of gas, about five tanks right now. It just still comes back every now okay. and then. And, and your five tanks is probably going to be, it's probably a five-gallon tank, so you're probably in the two to 300-mile range each tank. So I right. would think that you probably are past that. You've had an oil change lately, right? Right. Okay. I, I, you're asking me a question I've never run into before ever. Um, if there's no question that old gas stinks, but for you to get it after we've already run it down to, to virtually nothing and filled it up a couple of times, I don't have an answer for you. But I've given you the best. I know that the options I've given you would be the ones I would try had I had your symptoms. Okay? Right. Appreciate your time. Good luck to you, Brian. You betcha. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I also want to tell you with respect to um, uh, batteries and and stuff like that, it, it's really important to know that if you have a battery warranty and you buy a battery from a tow truck, they're going to take your old battery because there's a core charge that's associated and it's normally 5 to $10. If your old battery has a warranty, you can't go back with your paperwork to your shop that you bought the battery from and ask them to warranty a battery that you don't have in your hand or you don't have in a box. Now that doesn't that that doesn't mean the shop if you're a good really good customer and the shop recognizes that there was a $44 credit on the old battery that's not to say that they wouldn't do that but they're not obligated to do it because they're not going to get reimbursed from the ba battery manufacturer because they don't have the battery so that guy took the battery and I can't tell you how many times it's it's the number is in excess of 50 where I've heard a shop owner complain that they took the battery out, put in a new one. I sent the customer back. They found the battery, and we know it's our battery because of this, and I tested it, and it's fine. So then I put the old battery back in, and the car's fine for two weeks. Now I take the new battery and go to get a credit on it, and there's no credit. Or it's something like this battery was a year old, and they condemned it, but the cables were filthy dirty. So I cleaned up the cables on the new battery. Everything is fine, but I'm not sure that the testing was valid. So the big problem is is the shop wants the old battery back. And they'll most of the time, and I know my I will, I'll give you the core credit of five to eight dollars. So if you're gonna buy a, a a battery from a tow truck operator, keep your old battery, especially if it's under warranty, even if it's not under warranty and you're my customer, you just pay them the, the core charge and bring the battery to me. Here's why. It's not that I'm special, but w there's always the risk that if, in fact, the battery's not bad and the tow truck driver knows it, he's not going to want you taking that old battery back. So there might be a little bit of backtracking, if you know what I mean, after you, you have that conversation. Now, that dovetails nicely into this. You always ask for your old parts back. And why do you do that? Well, number one, you'll be glad you bought you asked for the old parts back because if they sell you a mass airflow sensor, which is an electronic device, that costs $500, and it doesn't fix your problem, you can go back to the shop and say, please, let's put my old one back on, give me a credit for the $500 new one, and let's move on from here. 
it did not fix my problem in any way, shape, or form. So I would prefer we put the old one back on. Now, if you don't ask for your old parts, you can't do that. I'll tell you an, a, a story that happened to me the other day. A customer came in and he said he wanted front shocks. Well, we there's three parts to a front shock absorber. There's the upper mount, the shock absorber, and the spring. We didn't communicate properly, but he also didn't either. And when he came in, he was really mad, and he wanted all three parts, and we only replaced two parts. We didn't replace the spring. All hell broke loose. And so we said to him, we'll just put you back the way we found you. We'll put your old shocks back on. We'll put your old mounts back on, and we'll hand you the keys. We'll, we'll just back out of this deal quickly. Now, I'm, he had left and come back a couple of times, and I think we ultimately, at no charge to him, we ultimately put on complete shocks at our expense. And he hasn't been back since. But I still kept his old ones and the old parts because if he does come back and I need to put him back on, I'm hanging on to him. So that's why the shop um, is telling you, uh, that's why I'm telling you to insist that your shop give you old parts. They're not going to give you your oil filter or your fuel filters, but they can give you your cabin filter, your air filter, your old spark plugs, your wires, your hoses, your belts, they can do that. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. 
This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-550-7400. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. That's 1-800-550-7400. That's 1-800-550-7400. So, I'm a dog and I just got adapted by this new human guy and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the (laughs) ShelterPetProject.org. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Hugh Hewitt in the morning to Larry Elder at night with the best live show in the Valley at 3 p.m. with Seth and Chris. The only conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with the Patriot. All about that Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. We're going to get to the phones right after this. Larry Harker's Auto Repair has been around since 1967. He's at 38th Avenue and Indian School. He's probably one of the best diagnosticians. Bob, by the way, he's in, in charge of the shop, and his wife, Helen, uh, Ellen, is at the front counter. Bob is probably one of the best diagnosticians I've ever met. He has two things that separates him from the rest. He has a fundamental knowledge of how every aspect of the car works, and he has the tenacity to chase the problem down. So if you've got one of those problems that two or three other people haven't been able to solve, I think you should go to Larry Harker's Auto. But if you live near 38th Avenue in Indian School, I would strongly suggest you develop a relationship with Bob and Ellen at Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue in Indian School. Steve, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Always enjoy the show. You guys do a, a great service to to those of us who aren't up to speed on all the new stuff. So, thank you. Thank you very much. A uh, couple of questions, if we have the time. Number one, a '96 okay. Ford Ranger. Um, car's getting old. Uh, I'm more concerned about the safety equipment, particularly the seat belts. I know a lot of stuff deteriorates in the sunlight out here. Does do, do, does a seat belt deteriorate to the point where it ought to be replaced at some point? I've never been answered that question, but I I am involved in safety um, issues with respect to cars. I've been doing consulting work on car wrecks and that car automotive mechanical stuff since 1990. I've never heard anyone say that. Now, it is true that my company, my car repair shop, we replace retractors and seatbelts maybe once or twice a year, but it's because they stop to function. So it's a replacement of a defective part. I've never had anybody ask me, nor in 37 years have I ever had anybody instruct me to replace their seat belts because of age, wear, and tear. However, if there's any portion of the belt that's frayed, then that could create a problem based on the weight and the speed of the vehicle and the accident that it's involved in. 
So the frame is more than just where it goes through the D-ring on your shoulder. It's more than just a slight amount of frame. We're talking about a frame that's compromised some portion of the width of the belt. So other okay. than that, if they look good and uh, and uh, you, you know if you if they look good, I'd leave them alone. Okay, well they look okay. There's a little bit of edge fraying, you know, but it's like more like something you'd see on your sweater than a, than something that compromises the belt. But I'm giving this car to my son, and I don't want to give him something that may cause a problem, you know. You know the 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 only thing um, uh, I would uh, one father to the other. Um, I was adamant that if you didn't use safety devices, and I caught you doing, you know, not using safety devices. When my kids were younger, we had a, a Lexus come in that had been wrecked and had a bunch of kids inside, and two of them had died. And there was a head print on the back window that had hair and blood on it. And yeah. I dragged all three of my kids over there, and to this day, they're all in there, they're all north of 35. To this day, they remember the impact that that had on it. Because that little girl in the back didn't have her seatbelt on, and she went out the back window, and um, and so you, you just impress upon him that he has to wear it, and and even to the point, you you can test it yourself. You can devise a way to make sure that you know that the retractor's been pulled out. <laughs> and, yeah, and there's you ways can. that you can do that. Yeah. yeah so anyway. Uh, I have uh, I actually left some uh, some blood and hair on, on a piece of glass uh, myself at one point, so I'm I'm definitely a proponent of the safety gear. Yeah. Uh, my second question is a little less serious. Uh, 2014 Toyota Tundra. My power windows squeak, and it sounds like the squeak may be coming from the actual track on the door rather than anything down inside the door of the actuators. I think when they when they get hot, they just kind of squeak against the window frame. Is anything uh, so that you can put on them that would help that? Yeah, I would think that you get a, a spray can of silicone or Teflon, and if you're going to get Teflon, you got to shake the heck out of it because otherwise you're not going to mix it up. And if the can says shake violently, I agree. And I would take a small rag, preferably not one of your di- wife's dish towels, and I would ru- I'd bring the window almost all the way to the top, and I'd start on the left-hand bottom, and I would rub about an inch all the way around that window the best I could. I'd also lightly spray if there's a track in the front, that's a, you know, a U-shaped track, I would spray yeah, that. I got, but more than likely, I got that, yeah. Okay. I would do that. If it changes things, then you're right. It's it's somewhere in that area. If it doesn't change things, then it's entirely possible that noise is radiated from the motor or the regulator, and you're just hearing it and thinking it's coming from up there. So I think this is a... I'm thinking it's coming from up there because it does it more prevalent when it's hot, like especially on the side of the vehicle, it's in the sun. So I think it's probably in the track itself, and it's just the window fits fairly tight. And and it, it could very well be that plan B is is pull the door panel off and with some white lithium grease, spray the regulator. And especially where the regulator pivots on itself. So Got that's it. plan B if you can't get it that way. But thank you very much, Steve. All righty. You know what, Bob? I'm not going to be able to get you because i got to take a break in six seconds, but you're going to be my first caller on the other side. 602-508-0960. We have four lines available. We'll be right back. 
The Seth and Chris Show, where it's principles and politics. I got to hand it to James O'Keefe and Project Veritas. Those videos that came out of the producers from CNN were monumentally important, where you had critical people at CNN. One is a news producer, and one was Van Jones, saying that there's nothing to this Russia story. We're doing it merely for ratings. We don't think there's a crime here. And indeed, as one of the producers said, Donald Trump is right. This is a witch hunt. Weekdays, 3 to 6, right here on AM 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800 461 If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-461-8937 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-461-8937 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-461-8937. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Patriot app tip number five. Listening to 960 on the Patriot app, but want to see the latest from the Patriot on Twitter and Facebook? Click the upper left-hand corner and access both without leaving the app. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you, 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com.
Well, welcome back, everybody. Glad you're joining us. We're here for two hours, and so we're going to continue on till noon. But first, like I promised, we're going to go straight to Bob because he waited through the break last break. And, Bob, how can I help you today? Morning, Mark. You know, if you're buying a new car at a dealer, you think it's better not, if you're going to pay cash, not to tell them until you've negotiated the price and everything because they'll give you a better deal if they think you're going to finance it. Um, no, that it's true that they make money on the financing. Um, the cash doesn't mean anything to them. They don't care. They'd rather you finance it. Um, but, but let me give you something that I have been working on for six months about new cars. I am of the opinion that if you can buy the car for the sticker price, which includes tax license, weatherproofing, uh, <sighs> window tinting, uh, mop and glow, uh, desert protection package, all that stuff. If you can buy it for the sticker or less, you have hit a grand slam. I personally have been involved in at least four or five of those transactions and been successful. But in each and every time, the difference was five grand on top of the sticker. So if you can, if you can be sturdy... And if you can tell them, um, I'm, I don't, and you know, I had to say, I don't care about the window tent. I'm not paying you $300 for window tent when I can get it done any day of the week for $75, $80. Um, I, I don't care about your desert protection package. I don't care about your dock fee of $250. The girl's going to put my information in the computer, print out the contract, and we're done. So I don't know why that's $250. But I am just interested in negotiating from that point of view. And I can tell you my daughter bought a brand new Dodge Caravan as a shuttle vehicle and she got it for two or three hundred dollars less than sticker and she wrote a check for that and they didn't care whether we financed it or she wrote a check. So to answer your question, I don't think cash is gonna be a benefit. Um if you're gonna if you're gonna play hide the hide the truth then tell them you want to finance it and you've got bad credit <laughs> and then because the credit rate will go up a lot higher and they make more money and then at the last minute pull out and pay cash and and that might help you out but when you say sticker you mean the man the msrp not the not the dealer sticker that has all that other stuff marked up on it already no the msrp is in the window it's the sticker in the window Whatever that total figure is. Now, it's already got freight in it, and you'll see freight is an add-on. So that sticker, if that sticker says 28500 I want to buy it for 28500 I want you to back it up and put all those stupid charges in there, including sales tax and license plates, which are the two big yeah. dogs, and I yeah. want you to back it up, and I want to buy it from there. Yeah, because my son Alrighty. bought a 2014 GMC, and the, the MSRP was 42000 and he wrote him a check for thirty nine thousand nine eighty five for everything out the door. So that was. I bet good. it was at least a year old, though, right? It was. It was a two. Yeah, I think the fifteens were out already, and it was a yes. two thousand fourteen. There's nothing wrong with that. I still am impressed with that kind of value. I, I still yeah. am impressed. Thank you, Bob. Thank you very much, Dan. You're up next. How can I help you? Hello there. I uh, I'm going to be taking a trip up to Idaho. Going to see the eclipse in August. And um, I've got a twofold uh, situation. Uh, you had mentioned uh, what mean temperature the tires should run and what the area around the bearing should run. I've got my laser thermometer, and I, I just wanted to get that update again, please. Okay, no problem. What I'm looking for is, con I don't know what the word is, 
I want them to be all the same. I think it depends on the road. It depends on the load. I, I can tell you right now, north of 200 degrees, you got a problem. And the glue, I'm told the glue, yeah, 200 Fahrenheit. Um, this is not, I'm talking about tires right now. The, uh-huh. the, the, the Fahrenheit at 200, you're in trouble. At 280, the glue comes apart and the tire comes apart. So I want to tell you that I've been doing laser testing of my tires on horse trailers and motorhomes and personal cars for the last 10 years, and I have never even come close to 200, even though one time I'm coming down the mountain, I'm driving a semi-truck with a trailer with eight tires with a giant tractor on the back, and the inside dual on one of the rear axles is running hot. It's 30, 40, 50 degrees hotter than the other ones. I checked the, te- the uh, air pressure, and it's way too low. So I got two choices, slow down to 45 miles an hour and make it into town and deal with it then, or I don't even have a spare, so I can't change it. And if I could change it, I don't have a jack that would lift it up. So I put my flashers on and drove all the way home with 45 miles an hour. So you're looking for the same. Now, so in your particular case, depending on the load, I would say that you're going to be between 90 on the low side and 140, 150 on the high side. As far as the wheel bearings are concerned, again, we're just looking for the same. So if you're going to shoot the right, you say you got a horse trader with four, two axles and four tires. If you're going to shoot the hubs, then shoot the hubs in the same place on all four portions of your trailer, and they should all be the same. Anything that's dramatically different, you got a problem. That's all. Stop that. uh, and and one, I, I just... Uh, I recently repacked bearings on an old trailer that had been sitting up at our property for quite some time. I've never had any trouble with bearings in the past. I repacked all these, suggested in the way I've always done it, without a without a hitch. But the one bearing on the right rear, when I finished uh, hauling a little tractor we had, he barely touched the hub. It was so darn hot. I've adjusted and, and gone back and forth with it, and it hasn't shown much difference. So I've kept it slow, and I'm going to probably replace all the bearings and races here on pretty soon. But what would cause it to do that if there's no... Uh, there's no sign of uh, head check wear on the on the bearing in the race. Everything looked good, and I put okay. it together. Okay, is it one axle or two? It's a two axle. And and so which do you got brakes on both or just the no, back? Brake, brakes on the rear, and I've checked the the brakes were not dragging. I, I've already double checked and triple okay. checked on that. And uh, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm all right. Well, let me ask you some questions real quick. Yeah. In between the two races on the hub. Did you add some grease in between those two? It's in the deep portion of the hub between the inner race and the outer race. There is a indentation in the hub. Did you go ahead and put some grease all the way around in there? Okay. It's one of those uh, hubs that you can uh, go ahead and, and, and uh, add grease with the cert. I, I, okay. I, I, grease, I grease the bearings, and then on top of that, I, I fill it up until it just barely started to pooch the grease out on the outside. Okay, then then the answer to your question is you're going to have to take it apart. If you're adamant that the brakes aren't dragging and the drum isn't blue, then when you take it apart, if it's really running hot, you're going to find one of the races, one of the bearings is going to show heat. Okay. Now, the real question is, is what happens when you get to the point where the drum doesn't have any hot spots in it, the brakes aren't dragging, and you get in there and find that those bearings and races are pristine? Yeah, that's, that's the question. That, that's that's okay. the question. All right. Well, the only thing that can that can I mean, there's only three things that are going to cause heat: the bearing, the races, the brakes, or the tire and the wheel. Okay. That's it. That's all it can be. Make sure the tire is fastened to the hub good, but it can only be that. So, you, you can't say to me, and I'm not suggesting that you are, 
But you can't say the tire's not running hot, the bearing races look brand new, the bearings look brand new, and the brakes aren't dragging. And I've got something that's quite a bit different, 30, 40, 50 degrees hotter than the other three. Yep. Now, it's something, we're missing something, that's all. And, and, and I'm going to tell you something, every day of my life I miss something, so I, and, I understand. I, I, like I say, I have pre-packed bearings all my life and I had no trouble until now, so I thought maybe you could shed some light on it, but you've covered everything I have, so I'll take it apart again and, and take another look. So I appreciate your effort. Okay, and, and when you do the nut, if you're going to do the nut, what I do is is I tighten up the nut finger tight, and I'm squeezing the, the, bear, the grease out of the bearing so I have a metal-to-metal contact. Yep. Then I back it up, and then I bring it back in. I touch the bearings again. I might go a quarter more turn, and then I pin it. So that's how I do it. Yeah, anyway, we, thank you very much, Dan. I appreciate that very much. Automatic yeah. Transmission Exchange is on 40th Street in Washington. He's been around since 1968. Phil does a great job. He rebuilds transmissions. He repairs transmissions. And he's smart enough, and his staff is smart enough to know that because there's Paul, Phil, and Trey, those guys can drive a car and almost every time they know where the problem's at. Now, they're not going to be able to bid the problem until they verify that it's there where they think it is, but they're very good at what they do, and they've been around, again, I think it's the longest transmission shop I know of in the Valley, 1967. So if you've ever gone, actually it's 1968. Phil, if you've ever gone down Washington at 40th Street in Washington on the north side of the road, you've seen the same building, and he's been there for a very long time. All right, I want to tell you a real quick story. Um... Real quick, my daughter runs our company. She's been around our shop for 20 years, and what she has that few other people have ever done is she reads every single work order that has goes, goes through our shop. Now, the work order has what the customer said, all the customer's symptoms, what the customer said specifically, dash, 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 then what was our diagnostic process, and what was the outcome. And then was the repair successful? Okay, so we have that on the work order. So she gets to read all that. So the other day she's at the front counter. Um, her name is Andy, A N D I, and she's at the front counter. And this very nice gentleman comes in. He's a brand new customer. He's never been in before, and he tells her, "I want you to do this, this, and this, and this, and I want you to replace the front brakes." And she says, "Okay, why are we replacing the front brakes? Because that's a rule of mine. Why?" I want to make sure I'm going to fix your symptom because I don't want to fix your front brakes or put your front brake, put new front brakes on it and then have you say, well, you didn't fix it. And I'm going to say, fix what? You didn't tell me to fix anything. You just told me to replace your front brake. So Andy says, why are we fixing your front brakes? And he goes, because I want you to. And she says, we are not just going to replace your front brakes unless they need it. So while we have it on the rack, we'll go ahead and check the front brakes. So it turns into a very light-spirited argument. <laughs> Andy says... Did you just come from another place that told you you needed brakes? And I, I think he said yes. And she says, okay, what did they tell you? And he says, well, they told me I had sec- seven thirty seconds left and that I needed brakes. And she said, um, no, you need you need brakes at 2.30 seconds or maybe 3.30 seconds, but not 7.30 seconds because 7.30 seconds is a very acceptable amount of pad left we wouldn't be taking those pads off because at this particular point, the pads are likely to be more than 50% still there, 40% gone. So anyway, the car gets into the rack and they're all fine. But during this process, this this gentleman, nice guy, um, he just doesn't, he doesn't like, um, by his actions, he didn't really want to talk to a lady. <laughs> so my son walks by 
And Alan's a big kid. He's like six foot four. And, 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 and the guy stops him and starts talking to him about brakes. Well, Andy's sitting at one of the service rider desks, so she's kind of, you know, doing what she does, but she's also got one ear bent over towards the conversation. And Alan tells him the same thing that Andy told him. Two thirty seconds, three thirty seconds is replacement time. Seven thirty seconds is not. He thanks him very much, slaps him on the shoulder, and sits down. I, I want to tell you there's lots of ladies in the auto repair industry that are really smart. That They've been around a very long time, and and, and you should be careful about making a woman mad in an auto repair store because she might be the owner's boss or the owner's daughter, or she might be the owner, <laughs> and you have to be careful. It shouldn't take you too long to ask questions for them to develop a, uh, for you to develop uh, the feeling that they know what they're talking about. So it is true that most brake pads come between 10 and 14, 30 seconds. But if you're at 14 and you still have 7, then you know where you're at. That's something the shop should have told him. But maybe he wasn't listening. You know how us guys are. Sometimes we listen to what we want to listen to and nothing more and nothing less. So anyway, Andy wasn't offended. She just told me what she thought was a funny story. Okay, uh, a guy writes me and he tells me that he's got a, um, a car and he's put two drive shafts in it. He's taken it to drive shaft number one. He's got this vibration, and they worked on it, and it didn't change it, and he can't buy a new one because they don't make it for this car anymore. Then he took it to the second drive shaft company, and they did some work on it, and they that didn't fix it either. And I said to him, um, I think we should reanalyze the who 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 diagnosed the, vib- the, the drive shaft vibration. And he goes, I did. And I said, I think we needed a clean pair of eyes on your car because we can put some hose clamps on your drive shaft and we can show you what a drive shaft vibration really sounds like and we can actually make it better or worse by just putting some hose clamps wrapped around your drive shaft. So why don't we try that? And I said, I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll have my best vibration guy drive your car for free. And let's see if it's a vibration. And we can also put some transmitters underneath your car and find out where the vibration is at. So we have a lot of technology that we can identify the vibration, but my problem is is you've already spent money with two shops, and they've done tra- drive shaft work two times, and you tell me that it is neither better or worse. And so that leads me to believe that we aren't on the right page. We're not on the right track. So anyway, he hasn't showed up, but I still have the offer to him. Bring your car by, and we'll drive it, and we'll tell you what we think. And that's for free. Nevertheless, uh, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.